presents. Hello and welcome to another interview special from Mass Movement Presents, sponsored by Engineer Records. Uh, having just passed our 50th episode of Mass Movement Presents, we are going to crack on today with another interview special. Uh, we've got not one, but eight different interviews today. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about what Mass Movement does. Uh, so at Mass Movement, we endeavour to bring you weekly geek, punk rock, hardcore, Disney, wrestling, uh, chats, reviews and interviews, either on our main show, which is Mass Movement Presents, Geekorama, I do a little tour for Stormtrooper, and the one you listen to now, which is one of the interview specials. So be sure to give us a like or a follow on Spotify and Instagram. Uh, it all helps. And also check out our page, www.massmovement.co.uk. One last thing, also go and check out our sponsors, Engineer Records. They've been putting out quality punk, hardcore, alternative rock for years now. They've got a stunning back catalog you should definitely go and check out. Oi, oi, droogies. My name's Crusher. You are listening to the Mass Movement Podcast. And I tell you what, it's fucking brilliant. Okay, so today we're going to bring you uh, a plethora of interviews from the, the recent WWE press junket for the Clash of the Castle event, which was held in Cardiff. Uh, we managed to grab a few words with the likes of Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, current Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, uh, the Street Profits tag team, Damian Priest, Bianca Belair, and of course Drew McIntyre, who was challenging Roman Reigns on the night for uh, the WWE title. This all took place a couple of weeks ago uh, in the Principality Stadium in Cardiff, as I mentioned. And this was, of course, uh, a huge deal for WWE fans uh, in the UK. Uh, as the UK has been sadly neglected when it comes to uh, meaningful WWE shows, uh, the last being the classic SummerSlam of 1992. Now, we don't count the Resurrection uh, event, which was uh, in the early 2000s. That was a lot of rubbish. But um, Clash of the Castle was a very overdue and welcome return to the UK for WWE. And as you'll hear from the superstars themselves, uh, this could set a precedence for more bigger shows in the UK and, you know, who knows, maybe uh, even in the future we'll see uh, WrestleMania um, being held in the UK. It was a successful event, so I don't see why not. And, uh, yeah, so so without further ado, uh, let's get into it. And uh, first we'll hear from Bianca Belair. She will be followed by uh, the Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. Uh, then there'll be Finn Balor, uh, followed by the Street Profits, and then Damien Priest. Rhea Ripley uh, comes next. Uh, and then right at the end, we've got uh, a little chat with Drew McIntyre. So uh, jump in, guys, and enjoy. Yeah. Lovely to speak to you. I mean, you've done some big shows already. <laughs> um, how does this compare to those? And so, I mean, do you still get those butterflies when you, you know, when you're doing these shows? I always get the butterflies. It doesn't matter what type of show it is, but Clash of the Castle is huge. Uh, you know, we're in Carter Wills. It's my first time being here. Yeah. And now we have we have women um, on the show, and I'm, I'm just grateful to be one of those uh, women that's going to be on the show tomorrow. But you know, I always get butterflies. You know, I've been an athlete my whole life. It just means, you know, I know that when I'm nervous, it just means that I care. And so I always course, embrace yeah. the feeling of nervousness, but it's going to be huge, and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. I mean, um, have you had a chance to look around Wales? Have you, uh... A little bit. I went to the castle yesterday, yeah, okay. which was really fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seamus and I played dodgeball uh, oh, really? in the field awesome. and played some Pictionary. Um, but 
it was it was really fun. I took a picture with the dragon. Yeah. I walked around a little bit. It's really cool to see our faces on posters all around the city. Yeah. Uh, and just see that WWE is taking over for tomorrow. And it's really cool to see how, you know, Carter feels just as excited as we are to be here. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, is this how the WWE sort of operates? I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, we're a bit starved over here. Um, so the whole the whole week, it's been a buzz yeah. city. Um, is this how the WWE sort of, you know, when they, when they take over a city, they really take oh, it over? Oh, we take over the cities when we're in the city. But, uh, you know, it's it's on a whole other level here in Cardiff. I mean, every single corner that we turn around, it's a picture of some superstar. So it's amazing. But yeah. we do it big everywhere we go. But it just shows how global and how big WWE is. But they turned it up a notch here in Cardiff because we're, we're just super excited to be here. I wanted to ask you um, about your hair. So it's become sort of a big part of your of your makeup, uh, of your gimmick. Yep. Um, was that like a happy accident or was it something you sort of like, you know, is that something you, you thought about? Or? It kind of just all fell into place. I mean, ever since I got into WWE, I feel like everything really just fell into place as far as, you know, the EST gimmick and yeah. even me just being here. But the braid, it kind of started out as just, um, I was a huge Beyonce fan. Oh, okay. I saw her wear a braid on stage. I'm like, okay, I love the braid. Um, and it was just like a look at first. Yeah, of course. And then I started realizing I can use it in yeah, the braid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm like, this can, I can use it to my advantage. And my husband, Montez Ford, he was the one that told me, you know, keep the braid because it makes you stand out. Of course, yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, when you look look at what everyone else is doing, yeah. it is the complete opposite. Yeah. That's how you stand out and that's how you be unique. So he was the one that really encouraged me to wear it. And my coach, Sarah Motto, at the time, was the one that really encouraged me to use it in the ring. How's, how, what's it, what is it like for you and Montez, like being a husband and a wife? I mean, there's not many, yeah. well, there are couples in WWE, but I mean, how was it on the road together on that? I love it. I mean, I always say I'm blessed to do what I love with the person that I love. Yeah. Um, but we live together, we travel together, we work together, we're always together. Awesome. So it's just great that we really, we don't just love each other, we like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when you add in Angelo Dawkins to the mix and then like our car rides are just wild and crazy and fun. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. Let me speak to you. Thank you. This is Barney Veer from Night Farm Death, and through my many years of association, you're listening to Mass Movement. Yeah, I'm here with uh, Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser. Um, am I right in saying you previously in Cardiff last for, with NXT? Is that right? NXT UK. That was the last time you were in Cardiff, yeah? How did you feel about the uh, the demise of NXT UK recently? Um, obviously, it's, it, it sucks for the people that lost their jobs and stuff, but overall, NXT Europe is going to be a progression to NXT UK. Yeah. And I think it's a step that is necessary too. Uh, so I'm excited for it. Um, I hope I can be part of it somehow. And yeah, like I said, I'm excited to see yeah. what it brings. So I mean, um, with, with NXT, uh, when you came to the main roster, but how was the, how did you find that transition? Was it easy for you, or was there a lot of changes you had to make? Obviously, the lifestyle changes yeah. right away because yeah. there's so much more travel involved. Uh, you're traveling, you basically half the week we're gone and half the week you're home. Uh, we didn't really had a break since we started, I think. But it's exciting. It's like, I don't know, more or less what we worked our whole careers for yeah. to do so. And it's been like, it's 2005, it's like 17 years for me now. Wow. Uh, to actually 
yeah, get to the, my prime point, I would say. <laughs> uh, so I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, it's, it's stressful and hectic, but not negatively. So, yeah. I mean, obviously you're the current Intercontinental Champion. Um, people saying you brought in like a certain amount of prestige back to the title. Yeah. And I know respect is a big thing with you guys. So, in your eyes, who, who are some of the best Intercontinental Champions of all time? Who would you like to emulate? I mean, I don't want to emulate anyone. I'm gonna do my best version of that. Okay. And I don't want to compare myself to everyone. Uh, obviously, a lot of legends of this business held that title. Yeah. And but it's on me to yeah turn myself into a legend as well. Make to, your own path. To, to, yeah, make my own path. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and not compare myself to anyone before. Okay. So are you looking forward to tomorrow night? I mean, of course uh, I do. Big crowd. You still get those butterflies with the big you know some of the big crowds. Uh, I never wrestle in a stadium actually, so it's gonna be oh, the first time in the stadium. The first time in wow, the stadium. Okay. But overall, I try to stay very calm and yeah. collected uh, because it just works for me to put on the best performance. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Take care. Thank you. Good luck. Yo, what's up? This is Billy from Biohazard Power Flow and Billy Bio. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Peace. Hi, Finn. Hi, mate. Good to meet you. How are you doing? You okay? So, yeah, Clash of the Castle tomorrow. Yeah. Um, obviously, comparisons have been made with SummerSlam 92. Uh, now, you're, you're on a certain need, but you might remember that. Do you remember SummerSlam 92? I do, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Was that sort of one of the moments in your in your um, formative years growing up and you decided I want to be a wrestler? Or what was your... You um, SummerSlam 95 would have been the event that made the most impact on me as, okay. as a fan. Yeah. Uh, SummerSlam 92, I really, you know, I was probably just playing with teddy bears and kicking <laughs> yeah. the ball against the wall. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was SummerSlam 95 that really made it, made a big impact on me. Okay, cool. I mean, you wrestled all over the world. Um, you wrestled Wales before. I mean, yeah. how, how were the Welsh fans? First, first time I wrestled in Cardiff was in Cate's. Cate's uh, Community Centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was about 55 or 60 people. Yeah. Uh, so it's a huge upgrade. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> to, just a little to, bit. Tomorrow at the stadium. <laughs> but um, yeah, very excited to be back in, in Cardiff. Always love coming here. Yeah. People are so welcome. Uh, reminds me a lot of home. Uh, feel very at home. It's a little bit, a little bit uh, interesting dynamic going into the show tomorrow. Now being a heel uh, yeah, yeah. against two solid uh, baby faces. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see how the crowd reacts, but uh, it's going to be a great night regardless. How do you find? I mean, obviously your difference is enormous. How do you find working with some of the younger guys like Dominic Mysterio and uh, Rhea Ripley? Yeah, yeah, Dude. fantastic. Yeah, Dominic has a lot of potential there. He is, you know, a superstar in the making. Uh, I don't think she even realizes how much potential she has. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory is someone who's like unlimited potential of looking at yeah. with him. And just a new generation of WWE superstars. Uh, it's quite astonishing that like, how good they are at such a young age. You know, yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You just have to grow into it a bit, but yeah. uh, now they're, kind of, they're sort of really young now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, I, I remember, uh, I'll tell you a story, I was driving with Austin Theory one day, and, he's, and he says, oh, you know, my, my granddad's a really big fan of yours. And I said, oh, wow, that's great, your granddad's still with us. Like, how old is he? He goes, oh, he's like 65. I was like, oh, wow. So, like, how old is your mom? And he goes, oh, she's like 40, 42, 43. Like, whoa, she's the same age as me. So uh, this is uh, really, really aged me that day, for sure. <laughs> 
so I mean, uh, what's the chances that we're going to see uh, the demon make an, uh, an appearance in, in Cardiff? Yeah, zero, zero in Cardiff. Zero. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> maybe in the future for sure. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but, but this weekend now we're, we're getting classic heel. Classic heel Finn, Finn Balor. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Always love to talk to you, Finn. Thanks yeah, for your time. Too, All right, take care. Hello, everybody. This is Igor Cavalera from Peprick Cavalera Conspiracy, and you guys are listening to Mass Movement Podcast. Hello guys, how are you doing? You okay? Oh yeah, good to meet you. Good to meet you. So um, yeah, welcome to Wales, guys. Um, how's uh, Wales treating you so far? Have you had a chance to look around much? Or? Yeah, I've walked around a little bit. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you been to Wales before, either of you? No. No. Oh, yeah. Are you looking forward to tomorrow night? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you wrestled in the UK before. Yes. Mm-hmm. How do uh, sort of UK crowd compare to the US? I mean. Is it much different? So very lively. Yeah. Very lively. Very lively. I feel like the uh, the UK crowds they uh, they like to sing and harmonize, and usually it's always yeah. on key too. So okay. That's the more impressive feat about it too. Yeah, cause uh, US they be off key. Off key sometimes, <laughs> you know, it kind of throws you off tune, you know. But uh, the crowd is uh, always lively, always energetic, and always in tune, always flowing, singing, uh, make up cadences as they go. Yeah. Catch on with it very quickly. And uh, hungry, they have, they don't see us much, so it's always good to you know, have that energy around people that really haven't seen us that much and they give right back to us. Of course, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this is the first event, big event since Summer Sunday too. Um, do you think this, you know, the success of this could sort of set a precedent for future events? Back yes. Again? Uh, yes, and indeed, hopefully, eventually, you know, we bring Mania here. Uh, wow. It's, it's already, Mania came here. That'd be crazy. That would be great. I, I think this is a good, uh, you know, maybe trial period, you can say, to see yeah. how everything turns out. I think it was going to turn out well, but I think eventually Mania will end up here. We have WrestleMania here, another huge major event, another huge landmark event like WWE. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's soon coming. So mark my words in this interview, man. <laughs> Mania's coming. 2022. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> it's been sort of the last few years of resurgence in tag team wrestling. What do you think that's mainly down to? What was that again? There's been like a resurgence in tag team wrestling over the last few years. Oh, yeah. What, what, what do you think that's down to, mainly? Street Profits. Street Profits. Where are the answers? Like, I'm not even trying to be cocky or anything. It's Street Profits. Street Profits showed up on the scene. You see everything we're doing. You know what we talk, the way we dress, the way we act, the way we talk, the way we perform in the ring, the energy, the vibe, everything. And, uh, you know, granted, we may not come up with the dub all the time, but we're not the typical tag team that we take a dub, and then we take, take our tail, take it between our legs, Go home or do whatever it is. No, we just wake up the next morning, try again, and go. We go back in the lab. <laughs> so just like off that vibe alone, Street Profits been changing the tag team game, not just in the WWE, but across the world. And I'll say that against anybody. So awesome. So okay, if, if you could like, you know, you're obviously confident. If you could pitch yourselves against any tag team, any era, who would you love to wrestle? Who would you, who would you put yourself against? Well, any tag team. Any yeah. Okay. That's a good question. I would say uh, it's a lot of them. I would definitely love to go against uh, the Hardy Boys. Okay. Definitely love the Dudley Boys. Yeah. Definitely love uh, Edge and Christian. Yeah. Definitely would love um, Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. Definitely love the Rockers. Yeah. Uh, 
And also, I've always been a fan of Byron Kendrick and Paul London. Okay. Love to have a tag team match against them. Fashion Brothers. I they were underrated, Kendrick. Yeah. And, uh, I would, uh, dang, I'm trying to think of Salado. Yeah, yeah. Fashion Brothers, Paul London, BK. The Rock and Sock Connection. <laughs> yeah. El- yes. Some of the members from LWO. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a bunch, man. Definitely a bunch. Oh, yeah. Some of the original members of the original Shield, too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth and Roman. You know, so, yeah. I told the Bianca earlier really, about um, you being on the road as a couple. How do you feel? How is it with you? It's easy. Yeah? Makes everything easy. It's lovely. Uh, you can see all the accomplishments. Be there for all the accomplishments. Uh, be there for each other is up or down. Uh, super convenient. I can spend moments with her, share downtime with her. And uh, cell phone is always charged now because I'm not texting her. <laughs> She's not texting me. So yeah, yeah. What's going on? It's just a mirror. Walk down the hallway to the locker room. So, but yeah, it's, it's amazing, man. Uh, all the accomplishments she does, I'm there for it, and vice versa. So it's dope. Awesome. All right, thanks, guys. We'll uh, enjoy tomorrow. Hi Damien, how are you doing? You good to speak to you? Right, how are you? Um, so yeah, Clash of the Castle tomorrow. Um, is this your first time in Wales? First time you've ever wrestled in Wales? Yeah, first time I've wrestled in Wales. I was here a few weeks ago though. Oh, okay. Was that just a visit? Well, we were uh, shooting some stuff, for promotional stuff. Oh, for the, the, for the, the, the advert, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So have you had a time to look around Wales yet? And Cardiff? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, I, so I, I just around here, I went to the farm, and I'm not even sure where it was exactly. It was like <laughs> yeah. 20, 30 minutes from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mainly around here in the Bay Area, so, but it's, this place is awesome. Yeah, it is, it's really nice. There's a lot of history here, yeah. which um, Americans seem to like. I mean, cause, you know. Well, we don't get to, I mean, it's different, you know. Yeah. Anything that's different always seems a little bit extra special. Of course, yeah. you're not used to it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, this is your first time in Canada. How did the UK fans sort of differ to US fans? So, I don't know if it's so much that it's different, it's just, since we're not here all the time, Time, yeah, it's extra special, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, in, in a positive way, I think American fans are are spoiled because they see us all the time. Yeah, yeah. So they still react accordingly, and and we love it. Yeah. But it's not the same because they they get they have so many opportunities to see us. Of course, yeah. Now we go overseas, it's, the opportunities aren't there the same. So yeah. the fans, I feel like, react accordingly. Um, so and especially for us too, because we don't get to perform here all the time. So anytime that we get to do something a little bit different, yeah, it's always extra special um, not to say that I mean every performance is special yeah but coming overseas it it, it, it just feels different because we're not here all the time so yeah. that's why it's, it's a little like I can see it in the street I can see it in, in, in the city and, it's definitely and, a buzz around the place yeah, 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 yeah man yeah, yeah. you can feel it in the, you can, yeah. like you can feel it in the air it's yeah. kind of cool do you think this this sort of uh, this event do you think it'll set a precedence for future events I hope so um, I, I don't the, the, one, the, uh, one of the street profit guys quoted they said quote them rest Maybe it'll be uh, in the UK one, uh, soon, so uh, <laughs> that would be good. That's an easy one to say because it happens like, see, I told you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, guys. I mean, it's been 31 years since the last one, so you yeah, think it'd be yeah. more often? I, 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 I hope it'll 
opens the doors yeah. to, to like a WrestleMania and there's yeah. more big events here. Yeah. Not just, you know, live events, but like premium live events. And, yeah. You know, yeah. and maybe a Raw or a SmackDown as well. Yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. I, I think it will. I, I mean, obviously the, the feedback and the response and just the city, you can see that it's there. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's what this leads to. This is Roger from Agnostic Front. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Hi, Ria. How are you? Good to meet you. Are you okay? Yeah, I did good. So, um, yeah, Castle Castle tomorrow. Um, you're very used to Cardiff before having um, wrestled you before. But, I mean, you're still going to get those, you still get those butterflies and picks up. I mean, you've done WrestleMania, surely. It's not a part of you, is it? Um, I mean, we still get nervous. If you don't yeah. get nervous, then you just don't really care about what you're doing. True, yeah. So, like, I, there's always that, that butterfly feeling and those nerves that are there. But it's also so electric and you get so, like, worked up at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. Much adrenaline and yeah. it, it gets me going in a way that like I can't even put into words and I know that the crowd here is always so loud yeah yeah yeah, into yeah. It. so it hits us in a different way and I just I'm, I'm so excited for Clash of the Castle I feel like it's going to bring out a side of all of us that you haven't really seen before so it's going to be so fired up how do you prepare for like a big match I mean what's your sort of what's your sort of last 10 minutes before you did you in the ring? <laughs> Ten minutes is me chaotically putting on cocoa butter or some sort of moisture <laughs> that makes me look shiny and sweaty and oily. Yeah. And then forgetting to stretch and just slapping myself in the face a few times and walking through the curtain. Okay. <laughs> Good prep. I like it. Yeah. I, I normally just forget and then I'm like, oh, my music's starting. That's cool. <laughs> I better go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you, you know, despite your differences at the moment, you're working with Edge from Ring Studio. Yes. That's got such a good learning curve for you as a, as a, yeah. as a young upcoming Ring Studio. Yeah, it's it's wild being able to step in the ring with them boys. Yeah. Um, especially watching them growing up. Like Ray was one of my favorites. Edge was one of my favorites. I cried when Edge retired when I was really? younger. Like I legit sat on the ground in my bedroom watching it, bowling my eyes out. Oh no. And then Mum walked in. She's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Edge retired." <laughs> <laughs> Saddest day of my life. But like. It's, it's so cool to like have them there and step in the ring with them and sort of like just see how they move around and how confident they are with everything because it brings yeah. out the side of me that is confident and it's it's making me feel more comfortable in the ring. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving every second of it. I mean, you're, you're obviously a major part of NXT UK. Yes. Um, what were you sad to see that film? Yeah, it sort of felt like part of my soul like chipped off and died in a way. Oh no, okay. Yeah. Like it's, it was my baby, and I know that a lot of the guys feel the same. They came up in NXT as well. Yeah. Um, it's something that we worked so hard to build, and to see it gone is really upsetting. But yeah. at the same time, I'm really excited to see what WWE Europe is all about. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's going to be good as well. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, and no good luck tomorrow. Thank you. All right, take care. Hey, this is Sean Kelly from Violence, and you are listening to Mass Movement. Hi Drew, how are you doing? Are you okay? Uh, Good to meet you. So, um, tomorrow night, big night, Clash of the Castle, take on Roman Reigns. What would it mean to you to bring home the title in the UK? I mean, everything. Um, I've been a two-time WWE champion. Uh, I've made a Benny WrestleMania, beat Brock Lesnar, there was nobody there, just the times we were living in. I uh, regained the title in the Thunderdome against Randy Orton with virtual fans watching it, the title for 300 days, which is pretty cool. There was no live fans the entire time. Yeah, yeah. So the idea we have the first stadium show in the UK in 30 years, uh, we're in the main event, fighting for the title, something I've been pushing for such a long time, seems like a dream come true, and then I 
amazing potential possibility to get that big moment I've been looking for winning the title for the third time could it feel like the first time in front yeah. of uh, you know, my own people in my actual island instead of a made up island of relevancy so with, with that you mentioned like the WrestleMania thing would a win tomorrow night go some way to rectify that for you not a win in front of like, UK fans yeah I mean it was obviously essential at the times WWE was only game in town giving people an escape during such scary times there was no sports on there was no other entertainment companies going so yeah. it was important I'm very proud of it but to create like a top top level superstar you need to rack up those big big moments and I didn't have those big moments with a live crowd so this course, is an yeah. opportunity to you know, get one of those big moments against the biggest player of all yeah sure going back to I mean your rise to the top of WWE feels properly earned like you've, you've paid your dues you've been you know you went up the first you were there for like three years before what, what, what was your real moment when you back when you were getting into wrestling as a kid that you thought I want to be a wrestler it's hard to pinpoint exactly because I was so young when I said I want to do it like six when my dad says uh, when I first held a family meeting say I want to do it but I do remember like SummerSlam 92 is an event in particular right. that okay. I watched over and over I had it in VHS taped off the TV from yeah. my cousins we didn't have Sky at the time and uh, my brother and I watched it to pieces and I remember all the adverts like, on that tape as well I think it was before SummerSlam and after SummerSlam was all the old adverts I can probably pinpoint some of them in my head <laughs> really hard but to see like Roddy Piper and the bagpipes on there and yeah, technically yeah. Scottish with the kilt and the bagpipes seeing the British Bulldog with the Union Jack made me say man I can really do this that was the I moment it was yeah excellent thank you Drew and good luck tomorrow night appreciate it take care movement presents movement presents